0: field, 24-17, Bears trying to get their 10th win, here's the boot up in the air, going up for Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the passes.
1: ball at the 43-yard line, when all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air.
0: That's what you're really hoping
1: for. But they really
0: contribute to the team each year and then you build a great base and foundation and these loyal
1: fans have been rewarded for their loyalty it was it was it was awesome it's we picked up right where we left off it was fantastic and they have a bears team to be proud of right now takes the snap
0: takes a knee they head to the field the-
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thirty Four to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flush, joined by my father and co-host Brian Flush.
0: Hey there, bear fans.
1: And it's gonna sound a little different today because fortunately I caught COVID, so I we have to do this from the um via Zoom, basically. So dad's on the iPhone. He sounds like absolute garbage. It's not his fault. But I, I don't know why we were I we're having issues beforehand. I just, I don't like doing it this way, I, but we have to do it. We've, we postponed long enough. Um, So that's, that's why we sound the way we do. So it is what it is.
0: Yep. yep. We're going to, we're going to power forward,
1: man. It just, this is going to be a long episode. All right. <laughs> All right. So we can rejoice. It's finally happened. The cancer has been cut away it's it's gone it's done Ryan Pace gone Matt Nagy gone get the fuck out it is about time how do you feel
0: oh man I I, I feel great um the cancer's gone I, I I hope the rest of the patient survives but I, I I think it will not only survive but thrive and that will depend upon our next GM and our next head coach that uh, we'll get into that a little bit later but yeah I feel I feel great I, mean, I I think it was a long time coming. I, You and I both wanted this to happen mid-season, but we knew the Bears' history. We knew they, they wouldn't do it until the end, and uh, the big days arrived, and uh, I'm feeling great about it.
1: Yeah, and, you know, uh, there were some people out there stating facts that the Bears were playing for Matt Nagy all the way to the end. It's just not the case. Um Hakeem Hicks liked a tweet where it said that they're not playing for Nagy; they're playing because they're pro- professionals, and they're showing people that they can play. And he liked that tweet, and I think that says everything. Um, the, the 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 org like us as a franchise. I look. I like the move, and I'm I'm gonna be happy today because I think we did the right thing, but we we cannot dismiss the fact of what is happening in the fr- from the front office upward. Uh, in my opinion, George McCaskey is a total clown. He has no idea what he's doing. Uh, he's gotten a lot, a lot of pushback from his press conference. It was handled very, very poorly. Uh, Olin Krutz is now very upset. And, the, you know, it, it goes on from there.
0: Yeah, you know... I- I would have thought, you and I watched that press conference. Well, I watched it up to a point where I couldn't take it anymore. There was just so much I could take. But, you know, for a man in his position, he came in about as unprepared as an individual possibly could have. Compared himself to a fan. Hey, hey, George, guess what? You need to be more than a fan. That
1: part part was weird. He kept talking like... They asked him if, if um, from an executive standpoint, that the decision came down that he had to start Fields, and he said that you know, well, first off, he lied, right? Because he said Mm -hmm. he goes, "No, I never said that." And then later, like thirty minutes later in the interview, a similar question was asked, and he goes, "Like I said, you know, I'm just a fan." You know, Matt did come up to me and ask me who I think should start, and I said, Matt. I don't know. I'm uncomfortable with you even asking. I'm not a coach. And I'm sitting there like, so it. you said it never happened. Now you're saying that there was an interaction. And then on top of that, Olin Krutz yesterday or today, I don't know when it was released, went on uh, Redline Radio in Chicago for Barstool Sports. And he was pissed. He said, you know, he basically said, screw this guy. He's calling me a liar. I'm not a liar. They offered me $15. They're cheap. They've always been cheap. That's who they are. So he's pissed. He goes, don't, don't sit there and say that I make up stuff and I'm a liar.
0: Yeah, it's um, that whole organization. I mean, if anything, I walked away from that press conference feeling like, okay, well, this is the good old boys club. Nothing's going to change in terms of George or Ted. Uh, the only real change is that the new general manager will report directly to George because Ted's too busy with the Arlington project.
1: Basically what I took away from that whole thing is that Ted Phillips is a friend. He's going to continue to be hired as a friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were... they, kept,
0: they kept asking about, you know, how much is Ted Phillips going to be involved and. By the way, I really like some of the reporters who tried to push back and say, well, if accountability is important to have on the field with your coach and your GM, why basically the questions were, why don't you and Ted have any kind of accountability? And that was just completely deflected hey. to things like the board wants me to be here.
1: Hey, we're going to, I don't know why you, the zoom is not working. This is, I can't do this anymore. You're gonna have to let me set up my phone so that you can call in because it's bad, man. It's like every time you're talking, it's just crackling. And if I I have headphones on, I I, I if I'm a listener right now, I'm already, I've already turned it off, and we're only six minutes in. Let me All let right. me let me set up my phone and you just call call through okay. to the show. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but just it's yeah, just
0: send me whatever number you want me to call.
1: Well, you know the number. It's my number. Don't say it, but it's my number. Just call my You're, phone. Okay,
0: all right.
1: That's how that works. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, bye. give me hold on. Give me a second now. You're getting a little behind the scenes on how this. Let me set it up, and then you can call. Um, thought this would work better. All right, give me a call. You're good. You can give me a call whenever, Dad. All right. Well, we wait on him, and hopefully we get a better connection. I'm sorry, folks. I just could not do that anymore. That that was bad. That was really bad. Um, you're gonna have to end, Dad. This. Uh, you're gonna have to get out of this. This is there. He goes. He's gone. He he continued to stay in the Zoom and was talking, and I was like, nope, 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 nope. nope. So let's see if we can't get him to call in here. Yeah, the. I don't want to say much more because, well, he's not here. Maybe we'll have to call him because maybe he lost my number. I, I don't know what is happening right now. Oh, there he is. Hey, you there?
0: Yeah, I'm here.
1: Yeah, that's a lot better, dude. I mean, I don't know okay. what it is on that face... When you zoom, I mean, it like crackles and it's just, it sounds God awful.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, give this another try.
1: Yes, we will. All right. So <laughs> we were talking about Ted Phillips. Basically, he does absolutely nothing. He's just a friend of the program. As Brian Kelly would say, program after moving to the South. That's a whole nother issue. Um, <laughs> it, it does. It the whole situation the way he started the press conference the way he ended it but you were talking about some reporters pushing back a little bit there was one reporter who was on mute and they kept saying dave you're on mute dave you're on mute and then george tried to get um f- tried to like be funny and lighthearted and he's like oh that's the best question you've ever answered or that's the best question you've ever asked and then the reporter came back with well, I bet the answer is going to be just as good. <laughs> I, I like that. The, 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 they, they, they talked to him. They said, look, you keep saying it starts up top. This is the same thing we did seven years ago. You've been in charge of the Bears for 11 years now. They asked him, is he the problem? And he obviously he continues to say he's not.
0: Well, he, he deflected it to, um, well, I've talked to the board, and the board wishes me to continue. So that's yeah, your but, answer.
1: But they brought it up several different times, though. That's oh, good. I know.
0: I know. I know. And it was deflected each and every time.
1: I mean, and and he kept saying that his mom, Virginia McCaskey, said she's very, very, very disappointed. And I did not know this. Um, something came out in the interview, but she was very upset when they uh, let Phil Emery go. Yeah, that, that came well, up at the press conference. Yeah, I don't
0: know about you, Tyler, but how many of us get our get our mom to be able to do our job performance? You know, I mean, what a, what a position to be in. My mom's very, very disappointed. Thank you for the job performance review, mom. And you get to keep your job because but, it's your mom.
1: But my biggest problem was when he was saying that he's a fan. Well, if you're you're not a fan, because if you were a fan, you would understand the abuse that we're going through. I'm, I'm yeah, being dead I, serious. I'm not kidding.
0: Yeah, I I I think he must be a fan that is far removed from fandom because he he does not seem to have the passion. That the rest of us seem to have for our bears seems rather distant to me.
1: Now, also in conversations and with outside people who he wouldn't mention, but basically it's already been mentioned. The other thing that I've gotten from that press conference was that Bill Hope, excuse me, Bill Polian is going to be the guy who is going to assign us a uh, GM.
0: Yeah, I think both the GM and, and probably have a great influence on the. they even have a great influence on the coaching with the new GM, who the coach will be. So I, I, I do think not, Bill's definitely in the driver's seat.
1: I didn't like the answer that he gave that if the right head coach comes along first, that we'll hire him first. I was like, no, let's not do this no. again.
0: Right? Yeah, I didn't like that either. I I thought it made no sense to hire the. The coach. If the right coach comes, hire him first. No, no. This is a partnership. Hire the GM and then hire the coach.
1: What's also weird is he said that the GM's going to have full control over all football operations, but yet he has to report to him. But from my point of view in the interview, that he had, he didn't want anything to do with being in charge. He just literally wants to be a fan.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which, which, you know, what that's an interesting conversation now that the new GM is going to uh, report directly to you. What kind of conversations are these going to consist of? Well, you see, I'm only a fan, so I really can't give you much feedback.
1: Right, like how's he going to consult him? Like, Yeah, like,
0: I mean, here you're talking about getting Bill Polian to hire a football guy who's your GM but he's reporting to you and you've already admitted you don't really know much about football, but he's going to report to you. Um, what's that conversation even look like?
1: Yeah. And I, you know there were some great questions out there. Um, someone asked, I think it was Jason leisure asked, should he have done this? Wouldn't this have been the right move to do a year ago? And he said, you know, again, the whole deflection and it's about camaraderie and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm excited, but I had no idea how bad it was at the top until I heard George speak on a press conference. The guy is a bumbling idiot. Yeah,
0: he, he, he's one of those people that just does not do well in front of a camera. Um He's not a natural by any stretch. Or I don't think
1: any, he, but I don't think he cares about football, Dad. I don't think he gives a rat's ass. You think...
0: Well, he does come up, come off kind of like, well, this is just a job.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like He talks about being a fan, but as much grief as you give Jerry Jones and other owners, like they're down on the field. Like Arthur blank literally goes to the field. If they're going to win a big game, like he gets Mm -hmm. involved. I never seen that out of the bears.
0: No, no. Well, it's, it's that kind of hands off management until the ship's sinking. And then all of a sudden it's all hands on board. So, you know, it's, it's a weird, and, and Ted Phillips, help me understand this guy. I mean, George would say things like "Uh, oh, Ted's on the call, and he can chime in at any point in time." And you don't get your Ted chime in until quite a ways into the interview. So,
1: well, Ted was addressed, kind of like, but Ted was addressed multiple times, and he just did not say anything, and they just kept I moving along. Yeah, I, it's like, what the hell does Ted do here? And the only thing I got out of what Ted
0: does is. Because they're they're doing this deal with Arlington, which by the way is going to take a whole other year of, of looking into it. I, I don't know what kind of
1: businessmen these guys are. I think they're boy, bluffing. I, I think they're I, bluffing. I, I, they're bluffing. Come on, Dad.
0: I mean, I, it yeah, don't, I'm,
1: I mean, I'm, I I wouldn't go against me on this right now. You you you're, you've been striking out quite a bit. <laughs> you you owe me a steak dinner, buddy. Don't think I forgot. I,
0: I do you a dinner for that one. I remember I it, do.
1: And, and for the listeners, we made a bet because you, you, man, I don't know when you're going to get this out of your head. You can't believe a word of ownership, whatever, whatever team it is. You believe the Giants. That was your first mistake. You said that there's no, they already said they're going to retain Joe Judge. I go, they just fired the GM. How does that work? You don't fire a GM and say, but the coach is coming back. And you believe them. In
0: fairness to me, they had not yet fired their GM when we made that bet. Yeah,
1: I told you. If uh, you go back and listen. Yeah, yeah. No, you need to go back and listen. (laughs) Because in in the interview, I, I said, I go, he's stepping down, Dad. And you're like, that's not official. Like, you are so dead set on the Giants. I mean, you want to talk about the shit show. The only I and and, and this brings me to the Bears, right? Do you right. think the only reason why we're not a laughing stock completely is because in all honesty we keep a clean house. Like we keep the circus animals in the tent. It's not like the both of the New York teams, it's not like the Raiders.
0: Right. Yeah. No. I. I think that's a good way to put it. it may be a circus, but we do keep it. Keep it inside the tent, where where they're they're just the animals are running loose.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you look at other teams, and you're just like, oh my god! But then, like, you slowly start to see stuff with the Bears, and you're like, uh, but you don't see it. It's not. I don't think it's so much national as it is just Bears fans. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, once again, I mean, how often do we hear from um, George or Ted? I mean, this is kind of a once a year thing. Sometimes it's not even once a year. Sometimes we don't even hear from them for a couple of years, hardly. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it's kind of like Haley's Comet coming around. You get a look at them every once in a while, but, and, it, and it's a real spectacle when it happens. But who, who are these people?
1: I think we've answered that already. I think they're just there for the job. Clearly, Ted is, and I think George is the same way. I don't think they care about owning. I don't think they care about it.
0: yeah they, they, they put a lot of lip service to to caring and saying they understand the frustration of the fans, but boy I think I, I, think, I think anybody watching th- that conference wouldn't didn't walk away with, boy, I feel confident in these guys.
1: Well, I mean, if you look at the situation for what it is, right, he's a spoiled brat who grew up and got a franchise. Yeah. And, yeah. and, like, he, and he doesn't care. I don't yeah, think I, he cares. Yeah. I, there's nothing that I saw from the
0: conference yesterday that would, would state that he really does have a passion and caring. I mean, it's... To me, it's pretty much all lip service. Um, you know, there, there's been a lot of, um, a whole lot in, of kind of speculation on who the Bears are gonna look at in, in terms of the GM and, and, and who they're gonna look at in terms of, of coaches. Um, you know, I, I like some of the candidates that, that they're looking at, quite honestly.
1: Yeah. There, yeah. Um, okay. I I was laughing because if you type in I wanted to see George's net worth, and if you type uh-huh. in George McCaskey and then you type in uh, the letter N, the third thing that pops down is not a football guy. <laughs> I'm not even making that up. Go to Google. It's no. it's insane.
0: Bro, you gotta you gotta love oh. algorithms, right? <laughs> Yeah, Love it. Love
1: it. <laughs> I mean, it's Man, that's crazy. So that's good. I mean, this family has money. Like they're they're estimated to be about their net worth at one point seven billion dollars. So they're yeah. they're they're not hurting for money at all. It yeah. just it it's crazy. I
0: might I might ask for a loan to buy you that steak dinner. Maybe they'll loan money for that steak dinner. I
1: mean, it's it's being reported that Virginia McCaskey alone brings in thirty million a year. That's her annual uh, that's revenue.
0: A, oh, that's not bad. That's that's not bad. If you can get that, that's not uh, that's chump change, man. For the for the big players, but yeah, for the market that they're in, that's pretty damn good.
1: So let's talk about candidates and what we're doing. Um, I did agree with one thing George said is we're going to bring in everybody. We're going to look at everybody. There's going to be some names out there that you disagree with and that you don't like. And I think we saw that early. Uh, we saw that with some reports. Um, they they wanted to bring in um, – what's his name from uh, – why am I – I can't think of his name. Uh, um, Dan Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah, that's a joke. (laughs) Dan, I I didn't. Yeah, I didn't care for that. Uh, We are interviewing by we did ask permission for Byron Leftwich. I think, you know, that that that's a good idea. I think giving I, I would like to give it to someone who hasn't had head coaching experience before and try to strike gold. I really think that's the way to go, because if you think about it, why would you keep hiring head coaches that have already been head coaches? It didn't work, obviously. Although there is yeah. one candidate out there right now that I'm very interested in and was very shocked to see let go is the Miami Dolphins fired Brian Fl- Flores. And I thought that was very interesting and I think he would fit in Chicago really, really well.
0: I think he would too and and, and that's certainly um you know, one of the candidates that, that that they're that they're looking at. That's that is that is for sure. Um no, no doubt about it. Um, I was just kind of looking through the, the GM candidates here, and they're looking at um, the, having interviews with New England Patriots front office consultant, Elliot Wolf. Um, they've requested interview with Pittsburgh Steelers, vice president of football operations, Omar Khan.
1: I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the New England thing, right? Yeah. There's yeah, only right, one There's right. only one person I want from New England, and it's Bill Belichick.
0: There, yeah. Bears have requested an interview with Buffalo's assistant general manager, Joe Schoen. Um, the Bears have requested an interview with San Francisco 49er director, player personnel, um, Rand Carson. Um, they've also requested interviews with Indianapolis Colts VP of personnel, Ed Dodd. Um, they've reached out to former Houston Texans VP of football operations, Rick Smith and Indianapolis Colts director of college scouting, Morocco Brown. And they also want to interview both of Cleveland's, one, one of Cleveland's vice presidents, um, and, uh, and Brown's vice president of player personnel.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know enough about GMs. Yeah, I, you know, I just hope we get it right. I do too. Um, I, I just think it's interesting. It's a, it's a very diverse group. They're, they're also
0: looking at a request for New Orleans Saints assistant general manager Jeff Ireland.
1: No, he's horrible. Yeah, I don't want him. Also, uh, the Wolf guy you're talking about, he uh-huh. he he used to work in the Packers front office.
0: Yeah, the head the head coach is interesting. You you mentioned they're looking at Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, which I really I, I do like him. Um, Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, we talk about him. They've requested to interview Indianapolis Colts. Uh, defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus. Um, they've submitted interview requests for Tampa Bay Buccaneers coordinators Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles. They've requested to interview Green Bay Packers offensive coordinators. I know we don't have Dan to. Ohio. I mean, we don't
1: have to keep going through this, Dad. Like this is okay. I'm getting bored okay. with this. Are you getting bored? Okay, I'm going Okay, I, I understand, but like we're not giving context. We're just reading names. We're not even. Okay, it, it's not good radio, buddy. Okay, um, <laughs> let's let let's talk about. The, I just I don't I don't know I don't know what to this, honestly. This is really hard to do when when I can't see you. I'm going to be completely yeah. honest. This is not. I'm not having a good time right now. Like this is I'm trying to push this thing. This might be a short podcast this week because it's just it's, it's we can't read the visual cues. We don't we can't talk to each other. It's it, this is this is very difficult.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Um yeah. What? See this is what well, I'm talking about. These weird pauses and shit.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, kind of, is there is in terms of either the GM or the coaching? Kind of, is there any take on either the coaches or GMs that they're looking at that you've got a take on, or you I, just want want them to get it right?
1: I don't know why we're interviewing head coaches right now. I think the primary focus should be on on the GM on the GM because the GM should yeah. have to say because literally McCaskey said that the GM is going to have full control of football operations. Oh, by the way, though, we already hired you a head coach. That doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they're just throwing out all the names like I did at this point in time and we'll go back and do it in terms of order. GM first, coach second. Let's hope.
1: I mean, they they need to, and I think they have to. I don't think it's, I mean, I don't know. I don't I just, I don't know. Do you have anything else? I don't know how to, this is getting so hard. I'm getting so frustrated. There's just these weird pauses. I can't see you. This is really not working out.
0: Okay. Maybe, maybe we call this a wrap.
1: We're going to have to. Let's at least get 30 minutes in, which is another two minutes. See, another thing I can't relay to you. Yeah, I know.
0: It's, it's a challenge, to say the least.
1: No, I'm just done with the whole Patriots thing. I think we try to replicate them all the time, and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, uh, I think there's yeah. only one mastermind behind that, and that's um, that's that's Bill Belichick, and that's it. So if you don't get Bill yeah. Belichick, then you don't get them.
0: Yeah, i i w- I would really like us to bring in someone fresh with their with their own ideas that 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 doesn't mirror necessarily mirror um uh, you know the Patriots or anyone else but is their own person brings in their own set of ideas um has some uh, obviously sound football skills and abilities but is willing to work with the players they have and and then build on that and and I always just felt like we, we 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 didn't kind of work with the talent we had we didn't put people in the right position for the talent and I think good coaches do that. I, I, hope, I hope we end up doing something like that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. All right, let's wrap this up. We're, we're, this is definitely not the end of the, the year. This is not the end of the episode. Uh, we'll probably hold off and wait and have another episode when something actually happens that we can talk about more. Um, we didn't even touch on the game, though it's just like I said it's really hard to do this when you're not in the same room so we'll yep. we'll, we'll do all that we'll do another episode we'll put this out there but it's just the, the, there's no chemistry there's no flow to this right now it's frustrating I don't like the audio I'm not happy this full disclosure so let's yep. go from there and uh we'll see and we'll'll we'll, we'll do another one next week or probably this weekend whenever I get cleared
0: yeah sounds good.
1: All right, Dad. We'll talk to you next time. Remember, it's always a good time when you... Bear down. See, even that was delayed. Oh, gosh.